Hi, I'm Andy Moore, your Friday host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks for spending your mornings with us. We love bringing you this blend of art and music and news and politics and, and more. In return, we ask that you spend a little to support this show. And it's easy. Go to wortfm.org slash donate. This is Friday 8 O'Clock Buzz. I'm Andy Moore. Segment 3. You may be aware, um, especially if you're a dog owner, uh, that a, a rather nasty respiratory illness is, is infecting dogs in certain states around the country. The symptoms include coughing, runny nose, actually symptoms that sound all too familiar to humans these days, generally speaking. And and these days cause more alarm than, than they used to. Um, this, but this new dog illness is a bit alarming as well because the, the, the cause is not yet really known. Um, some dogs are not surviving it. Dr. Jessica Pritchard is an assistant professor uh, at the UW-Madison School of Veterinary Medicine. She's an expert on infectious diseases in dogs and cats, and she joins us now to share what she can about this mysterious illness. Good morning, Dr. Pritchard, and welcome to the Friday Buzz. Good morning, Andy. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Um, first of all, I, I know listeners will want to know if, if there have been any documented cases of this in Wisconsin that you know of. Has there? What's so difficult is that we don't have an actual case definition or know what this is mm -hmm. right now. So there are definitely cases of dogs that have what we've colloquially called kennel cough, um, which is caused by a variety of different bacterial and viral agents in Wisconsin. And that happens every year around this time. And some dogs, unfortunately, have always died of this. What we don't know is that if the dogs who have manifested with coughing this year truly just are manifesting kennel cough, as we've always seen, or if it's something different. Kennel cough implies infectiousness of this. Um, talk about that. The yeah, word absolutely. kennel, what brings that to mind? Yes. So we used to call it kennel cough because it was common in dogs that were kenneled or dogs that were around a bunch of other dogs in tight quarters. And we've moved more towards calling it canine infectious respiratory disease complex which doesn't quite roll off the tongue quite as well because that's more accurate because dogs aren't just in kennels now mm. where they're socializing. They go to dog daycares. We take them on our vacations. We go to dog parks. Mm. We go to dog shows of all sorts of kinds. And so that's where dogs are in close contact, you know, potentially coughing or sneezing near one another, sharing bowls and things like that. That's where they would be swapping these bugs. There's contact and then there's contact. And I know there's still much to learn about the, the disease or the illness that we're speaking about. But in the context of, 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 of exposure, um, a dog that passes a few dogs in the dog park, um, you know, and says hello and, and moves on. What, what's, what's the timeline for, for a risk of, of, you know, mingling with other animals and, and getting sick? Yeah, most dogs that contract kennel cough or CIRDC will be fine. They will cough and it will be unpleasant to live with because dogs, we tend to notice they're coughing at night when we're trying to sleep, but most of them will cough and then do fine. Um, some of them will get sicker. Those that get sicker tend to be those that are very young or very old, those that have kind of squished faces like pugs um, or those that have underlying medical conditions. So dogs who maybe already have lung disease or dogs who are on chemotherapy for cancer, things like that. Those are the dogs where I wouldn't be taking the chance with them to go up and rub noses with another dog. Mm -hmm. um, but you're, you're young, fully vaccinated, otherwise healthy. You know, I have two three-year-old Labradors at home. Um, we are still doing our normal things because they need exercise. 
um, and I can't keep them in the house cloistered away for the entire winter season. They have no other risk factors. Yep. There's, this is a little off topic, but um, I've, I've noticed lately um, various speculation about how much or how little socializing, say, in dog parks, dogs needs. What, what is your position on that? Yeah, I would say each dog is an individual. Mm-hmm. And I've had dogs in my life who absolutely adore going to the dog park to socialize. I've had dogs in my life who don't enjoy other dogs being in their space. And so for them, the dog park is not the place to go and, you know, exercise their brain essentially and get some enrichment in their day. Um, My current dogs like to go to the dog park for the main purpose of fetching their ball. (laughs) And they're not super interested in what the other dogs are doing. They just want to fetch. So I think it's really important to look at your individual dog and kind Mm -hmm. of what brings them joy and enrichment. Mm -hmm. I, um, I listed um, a few of the symptoms um, in, in uh, the introduction. You also have uh, introduced the word cough um, in our conversation. Um, but what, what, what should dog owners be specifically watching for? Yeah, I would say, you know, and like you mentioned, we're all familiar with this because we've lived through COVID. So if your dog seems unwell at all, from whatever reason, coughing, sneezing, nasal discharge, you should keep your dog home. Yes. If you notice that your dog has a decrease in appetite, if they seem to be struggling to breathe, if they're not acting like themselves and more lethargic, yes. that's when you should call a veterinarian. Okay. What kind of lab work is underway that will help identify and better treat this illness? So some labs around the country, specifically state diagnostic labs like the WVDL here, are taking samples from veterinarians who think they might have affected dogs, and they're stating them to run different tests on to see what bacteria and viruses might be present. Um, Right now, there have been some sporadic reports across the country of some new agents that have been found, but it's still unclear if these are just commensals, so organisms that live within us normally, or something to be concerned about. Dr. Pritchard, we only have about 30 seconds left, and I apologize in advance for ending our interview with kind of a kooky question. Um, (laughs) But what is known about how dogs handle being ill? Uh, I would say not that much, really, in terms of their inner workings and how they're feeling. We know they don't feel as good, but I think they try and put on a good face for us a lot of times. So pay close attention to your dogs and their little habits if Mm -hmm. they're still doing them. Dr. Jessica Pritchard, thank you for joining us, getting us up to date uh, on the Friday Buzz this morning. And I hope you have a happy new year. You as well. Okay, thank you.